0: Our reading is taken from Matthew's Gospel, and we're reading from chapter 26, beginning at verse 47. While he was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, arrived. With him was a large crowd armed with swords and clubs, sent from the chief priests and the elders of the people. Now, the betrayer had arranged a signal with them. The one I kiss is the man. Arrest him. Going at once to Jesus, Jesus said, Greetings, Rabbi, and kissed him. Jesus replied, Friend, do what you came for. Then the men stepped forward. "'seized Jesus and arrested him. "'With that, one of Jesus' companions reached for his sword, "'drew it out and struck the servant of the high priest, "'cutting off his ear. "'Put your sword back in its place,' Jesus said to him. "'For all who draw the sword will die by the sword. "'Do you think I cannot call on my father?' and he will at once put at my disposal more than twelve legions of angels. But how then would the scriptures be fulfilled that say it must happen in this way? At that time Jesus said to the crowd, Am I leading a rebellion that you have come out with swords and clubs to capture me? Every day I sat in the temple courts teaching... And you did not arrest me, but this has all taken place, that the writings of the prophets might be fulfilled. Then all the disciples deserted him and fled. We give thanks to God for his word. Amen.
1: Let's pray, Father God, as we open up your word, we pray that you might speak to us. We pray that you might help us to see you in all your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. On Good Friday, there's lots of uh, characters around the story of Good Friday that we could consider. But there's one character we perhaps would rather ignore than consider. And that is the man Judas. Tom Wright writes about Judas. He says, The figure of Judas is one of the deepest and darkest Not only in the Gospels, but in all literature. People have written whole books trying to get to the bottom of what precisely he did and why. And this morning, for a few moments, we're going to consider what Judas did and why he did it. We might say of Judas... It started with a kiss, but maybe he never thought it would come to this. It started with a kiss, but surely he never thought it would come to this. While he was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, arrived with him Was a large crowd armed with swords and clubs. Do you notice what Matthew points out to us when he mentions Judas' name? One of the twelve. Judas was one of the twelve. Judas was one of the disciples that had been following Jesus for the last three years. Jesus had witnessed and experienced The amazing things that Jesus had done. He had seen Jesus perform amazing miracles. He had heard Jesus' wonderful teaching. And yet, he betrays him. What do we know about Judas? Well, we know that he was one of the twelve disciples. We know that he was uh, the son of Simon Iscariot. We know that he looked after the money. But sadly, the thing that Judas will be remembered mostly for is is that he betrayed Jesus with a kiss. It started with a kiss. But I guess he never thought it would come to this. Well, I guess in some ways it didn't start with a kiss. It started a little bit earlier than that, didn't it? Earlier, Matthew tells us, then one of the twelve, again pointing out to those that read that Judas was one of the twelve. The one called Judas Iscariot went to the chief priests and asked, What are you willing to give me if I hand him over to you? So they counted out for him 30 silver coins, and from then on Judas watched for an opportunity to hand him over. So did Judas do it for gain? Did he do it for money? I'm not sure that he did. Maybe he did it because it's thought that Judas was one of the zealots. That maybe he didn't really understand why Jesus came. They were looking for a Messiah who would come and kick the Romans out. And maybe Judas, in betraying Jesus, was actually trying to force Jesus' hand. Maybe he was trying to force Jesus' to start the rebellion that maybe Judas and others like him were hoping for. It started with a kiss, but I guess he never thought it would come to this. Again, Tom Wright points out that when Jesus said at the Last Supper, one of you will betray me, they didn't all turn around with a knowing self-righteous look, saying, ah, that'll be Judas. They all said, Lord, is it I? Lord, is it I? You see, the moment we hear the name Judas, we automatically think betrayal, don't we? It's interesting how the name is still very much used, isn't it? You know, if a a footballer leaves one club and joins a, a rival club, the fans in the crowd will still shout Judas. And I guess when they're shouting that, they don't really know what they're shouting. They've just picked it up. But it's a name that's become synonymous with betrayal. First century Jerusalem, uh, Judas was a very common Jewish name. Two of the disciples, in fact, were called uh, Judas. There was a famous Judas uh, that led a revolution a couple of centuries before. Uh, Judas wasn't always a name that was known for betrayal. John, in his gospel, of course... Uh, John, we know's Gospels is is somewhat different and he he likes to tell us some of the answers or some of his answers. He explains why Judas did it. Jesus answered when he was asked about who was going to betray him. He says, it's the one whom I will give this piece of bread when I have dipped it in the dish. Then dipping the bread, he gave it to Judas Iscariot, son of Simon. As soon as Judas took the bread, Satan entered into him. There's the answer. Uh, It was all Satan's fault. I guess, like me, you probably don't buy that. It's very easy, isn't it, to to blame and to find someone to blame. We all have to take responsibilities for our actions. So maybe the answers aren't quite as simple as that. It started with a kiss, but I guess Judas never thought it would come to this. What Judas didn't know about Jesus is that with Jesus, with Jesus, failure is never final. With Jesus, failure is never final. One of the reasons that we don't really like the story of Judas is not just because of what he did, but how Judas's story ends. It doesn't have a happy ending. When Judas, who had betrayed him, saw that Jesus was condemned, he was seized with remorse and returned the 30 silver coins to the chief priests and elders. I have sinned, he said, for I have betrayed innocent blood. What is that to us, they replied? That's your responsibility. Many of the people who write about Judas like to think about where Judas is today. And many people think that what Judas did was commit an unforgivable sin. I don't know about you, but I do have some sympathy for Judas. It seems to me that Judas did show some remorse. It seemed to me that Judas was aware of the enormity of what he had done. Yes, it started with a kiss, but I don't think Judas realized that it was going to end Like this. But sadly, one thing that Judas didn't seem to have picked up in all the time that he spent with Jesus is that failure isn't final. That there is always a second and third chance. So Judas threw the money into the temple and left. Then he went away and hanged himself. A sad ending to one of the disciples Judas didn't know about Jesus that failure is never final I hope that we as we gather here on Good Friday that we know that even though we failed it's not final you see Judas also didn't know about Jesus that forgiveness is free forgiveness is freely available to everyone and to all There is not an unforgivable sin. There is no sin that cannot be forgiven because what Jesus did on Good Friday on the cross opened the gateway for salvation and forgiveness. Jesus didn't stay around long enough to hear Jesus' words from the cross. Father, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. And I like to think that Judas was included in that prayer. That surely, if Jesus for, could forgive those who were actually crucifying him, he could forgive Judas who betrayed him, just as he went on to forgive Peter who denied him. What a shame that Judas didn't know that forgiveness is free. What a shame that many people in our world today don't know that forgiveness is freely available that they don't need to carry around the weight of sin and regret and how things might have been. What Jesus, what Judas didn't know about Jesus was that the cross changes everything. Max Lacada writes this poem in his book, He Chose the Nails. The diadem of pain which sliced your gentle face, free spikes piercing flesh and wood to hold you in place. The need for blood I understand, your sacrifice I embrace. But the bitter sponge, the cutting spear, the spit upon your face, did it have to be a cross? Did a kinder death exist than six hours hanging between life and death, all spurred by a betrayer's kiss? O oh, Father, you pose, heart stilled at what could be. I'm sorry to ask, but I long to know, did you do this for me? Judas didn't realize that when Jesus was going to the cross, he was doing it for him and every other person who ever lived. Judas didn't know about Jesus that forgiveness is free. And Judas didn't know that the forgiveness that each one of us needs is dependent on one thing and one thing only, and that is the grace of God, the unmerited The undeserved and the unearned love of God. There is nothing that we can do to make Jesus love us anymore. And there is nothing that we can do to make Jesus love us any less. It's all about grace. Forgiveness is freely available. And what Judas didn't know about Jesus is that with Jesus... Friendship is forever. It lasts into eternity. We have an eternal friendship with Jesus Christ. When Judas went into the Garden of Gethsemane with the soldiers with their swords and clubs, the surprising thing is, is that Jesus greets Judas with these words, Friend. Judas was Jesus' friend. And he still greets him as friend. Do what you have, come for. Donald Dunn, in his book Surviving Friendly Fire, says the tragedy of friendly fire is not confined to military combat zones. Whatever we choose to call it, all of us have been wounded by friendly fire. If you live long enough, chances are you'll be hurt by someone you counted on as a friend. When we invest ourselves in deep personal relationships, we open our souls to the wounds of another's disloyalty or even betrayal. Only a friend can betray. Enemies can attack and wound and harm, but only friends can betray. And Tom writes points out about Jesus. Friendship for Jesus does not stop with betrayal, even though now it is tinged with sadness. Friendship with Jesus does not end with betrayal. What Judas didn't know about Jesus is that failure is never final. We know that. We know that when we fail, it isn't the end. We know that... Forgiveness is free. What Judas didn't know about Jesus is that friendship is forever. You and I have an eternal friendship with Jesus Christ, our Lord Savior. And there's one last thing that Judas didn't know about Jesus. It was only Friday. It was only Friday. Judas didn't realise that Sunday's coming.